just in the beginning journey to get there. And I'm excited to share my story of what I'm going through through these beginning stages, through the struggles, the tribulations, but the joys as well, to hopefully inspire someone out there to, to find their joy and passion as well. Awesome. Let's shoot across the table. Let's go over here oh. to Jake. All right. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Jake Thomas. Um, I guess we'll start with going the, going the simple route of grew up in Bartlett, Illinois, uh, so about 25 miles west of Chicago. Uh, went to school at the University of Nebraska, Lincoln. Um, go Skurs. Uh, and then after uh, I graduated college, uh, moved back to Illinois, lived there for a year. And uh, after 25 years of life, I decided it was too cold. And so a year and a half later, I uh, decided to move down here. Uh, and ever since then, I've been uh, pursuing uh, just a life of uh, health and fitness, you know, just trying to uh, one work on myself, uh, got in a bad spot after I graduated college and realized that, uh, you know, the, the days of, uh, you know, college and, you know, going out all the time is, uh, is in the past. And so I uh, decided to put myself on the righteous path towards uh, making myself a better human being, um, friend, and uh, now fiance. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah. So, um, florist people, um, if you don't know, are really expensive. Um, I did not know <laughs> flowers could cost that much. So, uh, if you want my advice, you can just elope. It's very cheap, I heard. Uh, <laughs> also, shout out to my my fiance Haley. I love you. Um, I just had to I had to plug in points right there. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that. Very good. Um, hey, use this platform for whatever you want. I know, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so, uh, you know, and, and with that, I've been able to, you know, grow and continue to educate uh, a lot of people about health and nutrition because I think it's a scary part um, that we all come across, um, you know, eventually in our own why, uh, you know, whether it's Pastor Ryan with his kids, um, you know, and you doing CrossFit, helping Jake here. Um, trying to get on the path and then also our fantastic uh, camera crew who we also have to give a shout out to does Cocos Locos um, they're incredible story as well but trying to help them so just trying to impact and uh, better the, the community through the health and fitness space so sweet yeah awesome man yeah alright I'm the second Jake on the podcast <laughs> Jay Squared uh, my name is Jake Kurtz <laughs> I am the founder of Brick Media which is a social media marketing and web development agency here in the Tampa Bay area and actually most recently just expanded to the Atlanta area too with the Ooh. help of one of my good friends from home so I was raised in Pennsylvania right outside of Pittsburgh so I'm a Pittsburgh sports fan through and through go Steelers um <laughs> Did the traditional, you know, go to college, get a business degree, got some, you know, marketing jobs right after college. I did about six jobs, each for about a year apiece, and I was just trying to find my fit. I tried working at small companies, I tried working at larger companies, tried agencies, tried internal marketing departments, and then throughout all of those experiences, I learned basically all of the skills that were required to pretty much start my own thing and start offering the services on my own. So I decided to start Brick Media, which you know was just a side project for a while. I was just you know working my nine to five, making decent money, and then making you know a few hundred extra bucks a month on the side, um, getting some clients in like restaurants and kind of legal services and some other industries locally. But I finally hit a point where like one day I was working from home and it just hit me that like if I'm ever going to try this and really give it a full shot, I need to just jump in and do it. And um, that led to me calling my boss and putting in my two weeks and pretty much like through the grace of God and through a lot of the other influences that I've had, um, I was able to make it work and I've been doing it full time for 
about 10 months now. So slow but surely, slowly but surely uh, growing and becoming more stable and just trying to figure out how to take it from good to great. So that's kind of where I'm at. But That's good. Yeah. We'll just cut it right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and fun fact, making it in Tampa Bay was originally going to be a podcast that I was going to do and just interview business owners in the Tampa Bay area. But then I figured um, the four of us are actually in a church group that meets every Tuesday morning. And a lot of the theme of what we always talk about is how we're all kind of making it in our certain areas. And we're all kind of in different industries, but we all kind of have similar mindsets and similar paths. So I was like, why not just bring the four of us together so that the conversations that we have on Tuesday mornings can be heard by more people. So that was kind of the motivation behind all of it and how it transformed into this. Yeah, and I just realized looking around the room too that three of the four of us have beards. So, um, dude, I just shaved mine. Yeah, dude, you yeah, gotta <laughs> It doesn't connect, dude. I don't know I if the camera can even see mine, so it's like barely. Each twice, but each twice. Yeah, you're going. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. When do you want handsome man in the group? All right. So the man, the man, the man that we call PR, <laughs> no. Pastor Ryan, Holy, Mr. Holy. Wow. <laughs> What's well, that's, that's maybe yeah, I think our future references, we should let everyone know that we're just gonna go by. Kurtz and Thomas. Yeah, Kurtz and Thomas. Yeah. 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 But I like so my name is Ryan and uh, and I am currently a pastor at Radiant Church here in Tampa. And uh, I'm from Florida originally, sixth generation Floridian, which not a lot of people can say that. I uh, grew up down in Fort Myers and uh, at 18, graduated high school and joined the Air Force and spent 15 years uh, in the Air Force as an aircraft mechanic and recruiter and a lot of other random jobs towards the end. But um, Kind of like, kind of like these guys, you know. Kind of, especially with Kurtz, with having a profession that he was in, and you know, really felt the, the call to do something else. And so, um, our, our the lead pastor of our church sat me down before I was going to uh, this Air Force Leadership School a few years ago, and said, "Hey, listen, I think that this is what you're supposed to be doing. So, I'd like you to consider getting out of the military," which just seemed crazy because you know, at 15, 15 years, years, I was five <laughs> years away from retiring and having retirement money and benefits and all that kind of stuff for the rest of my life and, and really thought about it and prayed about it for a while and told him like, yeah, I think that this is what I want to do too. So got out of the military after 15 years and uh, went to work full time at the church and people still hear that and they still, you may be hearing this right now and you may be commenting saying you're crazy, but, um, but man, it's just, it's been blessed since I've been out and uh, my family is, has uh, really been blessed through it too. I'm married, I've been married to Stephanie for uh, for 15 and a half years. Um, so I'm 36. So if you do the math, uh, we were really young uh, <laughs> when we got married and we have four kids. So we have uh, two biological children who are 11 and nine. And then we adopted from foster care um, several years ago. And so we have Alex who's 23. So I'm 36 with a 23 year old. Um, and then we also have Seth who is two and a half. And so um, the, the older statesman of the group here, yep. married with kids. And um, and so as you heard, like all of us kind of have um, different backgrounds. We're in different stages of our life um, in, in our professions and, and things that we're doing. And so we're excited to kind of share, you know, like, like they said, we're, we're in a, we've been in a group together on, on Tuesday mornings um, through the church for the last year. And uh, other people have kind of come and gone out of the group, but the four of us kind of sit around and we just talk about random topics that are on our mind. And that's kind of what this podcast is going to be is about us just talking about random topics that are on our mind. But we also want to hear topics that are on your mind too and things that you're thinking about. 
And so we'd love to have you comment, write in, um, you know, DM us things that you're wondering about so that we know um, how we can address this. Because we have a lot of things that are on our mind, but man, we really want to be able to answer your questions too. Yeah. Um, and so even today, Kurtz on his social media, at IamJKurtz, yeah. uh, shout out, go follow. <laughs> yeah. um, he put it out there and asked people, you know, what is something that you want to hear about on this podcast? And we had a few different responses. So um, I, one of the responses that we kind of thought would be great to kind of start this off, you heard a little bit about our background, where we've come from to where we are now. But one of the questions that was on uh, the, the answers that, that uh, Kurtz got was, where do you want to be in 10 years? And I think that's such a good thing because I think it's a thing on a lot of people's minds and they don't know where they want to be in 10 years. And so, um, you know, kind of like how our, our Tuesday morning discussions, let's just open it up um, to the question that was asked to us. Where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oof. That's a tough one. That's good. I, I probably shouldn't go first. <laughs> I was going to say, do we let him go first? <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes before I stop, man. Yeah. 10 years from now. I mean, before we even start, I just want to say that, like, Jay, I think Jake Kurtz's testimony, as far as like finding purpose, is one of the coolest testimonies I've ever heard in my life. Because I think so many people <laughs> who I, I think the, my ideal person I speak to when I speak on my Instagram videos is people that were in your situation, mm -hmm. that have come out of college and like grew up in this life where it's like, this is how it's supposed to be, our society. You go to, you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college, you find your nine to five, and you just go through the motions. Mm -hmm. And I think that what you did, going through that experience, experience, grabbing all the knowledge you have, but realizing there's gotta be something more. Mm -hmm. And not you didn't just quit, but while you were working your opportunity in this job, you were preparing for the next. Yeah. You know, you were coming, you were going to work whatever nine to five, but when you came home, you know, the Gary Vee lifestyle of nine to 11, nine to 12, yeah. you were preparing for your next career, yeah. which ultimately led you to a point where you could walk away from that and create what you're doing now, making yeah. probably almost double what you were making working the nine to five. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy when I think back on it, because I think a lot, of, um, a lot of people would kind of say that like I went rogue and kind of did something out of the ordinary, but Really, when it comes down to it, I just feel like you live life one time, and if you're going through that nine to five and you don't necessarily feel passionate about it, the worst possible thing that can happen <clears> is you try your own thing for a little bit, you don't make enough money, and then you have to get on. another nine to five. And then you go back to what was not making you happy if it doesn't yeah. work out. Yeah. Yeah. So you go back to it, and then, I mean, you can try again. Like, the fact is, like, I was 27 when I made that jump, and, like, I could literally screw up for the next eight years and still be 35. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And... I think a lot of good influences came into my life at once. Like I started going to Radiant and like really connected with the stuff that like, you know, everybody was saying there and like all the messages and then Gary Vee and like a few other different types of podcasts like that all came into my life at once. So I kind of feel like I had all these influences that were kind yeah. of like strengthening my faith, like strengthening my business knowledge and kind of my mindset around business. So it was kind of like preparing me from a business standpoint and the faith standpoint of like actually taking the leap and like yeah. knowing that everything's yeah. going to work out. And you had me so. in your ear too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's interesting too, and we'll get to the question in just a second about the 10 years, but I think it's interesting because I think a few of us have made that kind of jump and it, and this is going to be a, a topic of a full podcast we'll do eventually. Yeah. But I think like what, what Jake is talking about and, and what Colton has done as well and, 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 and even Thomas as well is, you know, we think that it's this crazy idea of like, oh, we're just... We're in a nine to five and, and, but like it, the fact that he went and pursued his dream, I went and pursued my dream. You guys are doing the same thing, but people think it's crazy. It's this radical idea. And like, you gotta think about like, why, like, why is it such a crazy thing for people to go and pursue 
what they do and but it, but if you think about like what's the American dream, right? Like yeah. American dream is like you need to have a good job, you need to have security, you need to have a family, you need to have the house with the white picket fence and cars yeah. and golden retriever, uh, gold retriever which you have. Um, you which know. you do have. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. uh, but, it, but it's interesting to me that like this country was built on people pursuing their dreams, mm-hmm. and, and and the fact that now we've become so regulated, like. The, the path that you should take is you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a good job, you make good money, and then you, like you die with yeah. things like you things, know. Yeah. But but that's the thing is like per, you know pursuing that purpose for your life, the thing that you were were made to do, and even if that causes you to go outside of like what is expected of you, I think it's mm-hmm. um, it's something that we shouldn't find as crazy as we do. We mm-hmm. find it crazy because people want to be so secure. I think that's the American dream. That's what we're being taught to Why? do. And, um, and, and so, yeah, so it's funny. We look at this, we're like, oh man, you made it crazy. I got out of the military after 15 years and gave up retirement and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's like, yeah, but we're like, we're living lives that we like, we love right now. Yeah, so right. we need to do things that we love. And even though it's not conventional, like, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's awesome. Right. Why do you guys think it is considered radical? Like, why do you think that is? Mm. Cause not everybody's doing it. Yeah. I mean, I think so many people, you know, one of the biggest human values, it's all different. There's like seven of them, but certainty and security. And I think it's, you know, people get so scared. Like, what if I jump? What if I can't pay my bills? What if they live in such a state of fear? Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, you know, when it comes to the 10 year vision, I think that it can kind of wrap around to you too. I just want to ask you a question. When you were working this job, did you have like the dream or the vision of where you wanted to go? Like what the company was you wanted to create? No. No. Uh, I mean, I saw the basics of it because I was working at companies that were basically like what I wanted to build. Like I was working at ad agencies and I wanted to build an ad agency. I just wanted to do it on my own. So it was kind of one of those things where I was learning the fundamentals, but I didn't necessarily have this grand vision. Like in 10 years, I want to have this ad agency with 50 employees or whatever it may be. Right. It's just kind of like um, taking what is already in front of you right now and kind of executing on it that day. And then... The path kind of unfolds itself as you go. That's but, good. Yeah, um, that's good. I think it's just kind of taking that day specifically and doing what's in front of you, and like you have to kind of think ahead a little bit, but not too much to the point where like that's all you're going to think about, and it's just going to like you know take up your time, and you're going to spend more time strategizing and pondering than you are uh, executing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just not to get like this misinterpreted. Like, if you have a nine to five and you love what you do, I don't think we're not talking to you. No, right? yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Like, do what you're doing. But uh-huh. to the people like me, for example, who were working the eight thirty to five thirty, who were absolutely miserable. You know, right. I wasn't fulfilled. I was waking up in the morning, dreading going to work, mm-hmm. hating Sunday night. And like, those are the people we speak to when you know there's got to be something more than this. There's yeah. got to be something that I can look forward to every day and wake up loving what I do. Those are the people we're really talking to to let you know, hey, there is a way out. Right, it might require a little sacrifice, a little discipline, a little pain at first, but ultimately, I think all of us have made that jump. Yeah. And like Kurt was saying, you don't have to see like Martin Luther King says the whole staircase. It's just taking the first step. Yeah. And letting God, you know, God open the doors for you, and, and things start to happen. And that's yeah. normally what does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, to answer your question, why people don't do that, it, it is the fear of security. Like you, you know what to expect if you stay. You don't know what to expect if you leave. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing that's going to hold most people back. But it's like you know. And make sure you do it in the right time. You know, he did it in the right time for him. I did it in the right time for me. And, and same with all of us. So, yeah, but if there is that thing out there, like, you need to pursue it. And, um, and just at the, right, at the right time in, like, the the history of the world, too. Cause it's right. Like, at a time where I could go home and log on to social media and build something on the side when, 
you know, in 1975, nobody could do that. They went, yeah. they went home from work and had dinner and like, what could they do? Yeah, absolutely. You couldn't do that. So, so, and you know, we, we've made these decisions with the idea of like, you know, of a future doing these kind of things. And so back to our question of, of, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years and, um, and how are you going to get there? So what, what does that look like for you guys? I thought it was good. Uh, Pastor Doug um, at Radiant Church, he asked us in a small group one time about what does your legacy look like? Mm. And uh, I talked to, uh, shout out to the Dos Locos uh, crew over here. I actually talked to him about this in, in their podcast. And what I loved was the president of First Forum, the supplement company that I work with, um, has taught me so much, has educated me on health and nutrition and just being able to genuinely care about people and helping them and replacing Sal with help. But I thought it was really interesting that Sal Frisella, the president, talked about, you know, what is the line at your funeral look like? And what is like the legacy that you're leaving look yeah. like? Yeah. And so I think living that day in and day out and having that like in the forefront of your mind, but also thinking about that in your five year, 10 year plan, like, like how does your line look, you know, five years from now, how does your line look 10 years from now? And so thinking about like, how are you continually like getting to that point of like, you know, I want to, I want to continue to invest in the people around me. And so what I've thought about is, you know, five years from now, like I want to be able to like impact, you know, X amount of people through health and fitness. And then 10 years, I want to be able to like open up a gym and, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Uh, and so just continuing to invest in my legacy and how much I'm growing, you know, to continue that, yeah. you know, is really like helped me like actually think about like a vision. And I think Colton talked about it, you know, right before we jumped on here, I don't know what it was from Proverbs, but you know, being able to have a vision and being able to have purpose. Cause I have had a lot of people talk about like, Oh, what's the point of having a five or 10 year goal. But I think, you know, having that in the forefront, you know, really helps. I mean, I, th I think everything I want to talk about is going to be specifically designed for a specific podcast on when it comes to finding purpose or finding motivation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just to double down on that, it, the Proverbs is without a vision that people perish. Right. And it's like what that really means is like internally, like if we don't have something we're going after, something that inspires us that we can look forward to, something we can create, like we die inside. But we have no reason to want to be inspired to get out of bed, to jump out of bed. There's nothing that we look forward to, which is why it really is so important to have a vision. And not just a grand vision, but anything in life, you know, whether it's your body, you know, when you're at the gym, whether it's having the vision of the body you want or the goals you want to hit. I mean, these things pull you into the future and inspire you to yeah. keep going. So one of the quotes I wanted to say, I really love it, but it came up, by the way, for future references, I'm full of quotes. I love my quote. Yeah, it is full of quotes. Yeah, I love all quotes. quotes. I listen to a bunch of personal development. Anytime I hear something great, I write it down because I know it can impact someone else. Um, and that's why I do it. Um, but when it comes to taking that jump, when people are so scary, and, and one of the quotes I wrote down is, whenever you let go of something scary, it's only scary because your mind can measure what you will lose, but it can't see what you will gain. Ooh. And something we were talking about yesterday in our small group is how every decision that human beings make in life yeah. is for one of two reasons, to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. But ultimately, the one to avoid pain is usually much more powerful than it is to gain pleasure. So, for example, not leaving the job because we associate that to so much pain in our mind will create so many circumstances that can go wrong, right? But we can't see what we will gain. And I think that if we can think about that, really close our eyes and visualize waking up every morning on fire, 
passionate, how we can serve others, how we can have growth and contribution mm-hmm. and create a life of our dreams that might encourage someone to be willing to take that job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Yeah, I think when you look at and setting those future goals and stuff like that, it really is, it's so important to set set goals and oh, we just spilled everywhere. Little ax, first accident of the first podcast. But yeah, we, we made a mistake putting Colton right by the microphone. Right. Um, <laughs> Bad mistake. But no, I think, I think when you look at, at setting a vision for the future, it's so important to, to have good vision and to throw another quote out there, Michelangelo, not the Ninja Turtle, but the, the artist <laughs> Michelangelo, uh, he said this, he said, the danger isn't setting the bar too high and missing but the danger is setting the bar really low and actually hitting oh, the mark. Oh, wow, that's good. That's good. And and for us, I think it is you know even with the 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 crazy big goals, like what's the what's that crazy big goal in oh, your yeah. life? And for me, you know, it's the same thing. Like I want to continue to develop myself. There, there's places I want to go in ministry and and positions that I want to be that I, I've set for myself. There's um, there's numbers I want to see hit in, in in church and people that I've impacted through things that I directly do. There's things for my family, stuff like that. So I have these big goals, but I think also the thing that, that is effective for me is is one having those big goals in mind, um, and, but also like not just focused on ten years from now, but like what am I doing today to get there? It's good because you know if it, 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 we talk about fitness a lot, I do CrossFit as well, and I say that because the first rule of CrossFit is that you you tell everyone that you CrossFit. Um, and oh, so, gosh. so as a CrossFitter, uh, I, I do not do CrossFit. He does not do cro- CrossFit. Uh, <laughs> Just clarify. Colton also does not. He's afraid of it. So Colton's afraid uh, to work out with me. So I want to also shout out. If you think I should take Jake and Colton through a workout. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're just gonna work out. out. I just my fear is yeah. I don't like other making other people look bad. And my, so if I have to go <laughs> to, to Jake Kirk's gym and embarrass everyone there, that's it. That's it. Man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm trying to stay humble. You know, that's understood. Oh, but yeah, but um, but but to finish that thought, as as a crossfitter, it, I really for my whole life I've hated running, and so I when I was in the military. I was forced, I didn't choose that I believe fun run is an oxymoron, <laughs> but I was, I had, I was made to run five K's, um, randomly with the air force. And the thing that, um, that I did in the beginning is I would think about how much further I had to go and it would make me be defeated so early. So mm-hmm. we would, I mean, I'd be a half mile in and my, my legs would start hurting and I'd be like, I hate this. And I'm thinking like, man, I still have two and a half miles to go. And I would feel so defeated because I thought about how much further I had to go to get to the end destination. But I started to have a change in in mindset, especially when I started doing CrossFit, thinking about how to get through a CrossFit workout is I I stopped thinking about the end and I started to think about like, okay, all I have to do right now is just keep moving. All I have to do right now is just like run this a little bit more just keep doing that over and over and over again and I'll eventually get to my goal and so for me when I look at where I want to be in 10 years I have, I have these big goals for myself but every day when I wake up I think about like what can I do today to help me work towards these goals exactly. how, am I, how am I developing myself who am I impacting today yeah, yeah. It was exactly like what you were talking about from Chris Kyle yesterday no yeah I was just thinking about that Marcus Luttrell in Lone Survivor when he was yeah he was injured he couldn't walk and he was crawling and he had to go like 3 miles had no idea how he would get there but he'd crawl on the floor, he would draw a line in the sand, like a couple feet in front of him, and he'd crawl to the line. Draw a line in the sand, crawl to the line, and eventually, yeah. you know, reach his outcome. Yeah. Yep. So how do you think that plays into planning out five, ten years from now? Like, how do you think that, like, the baby steps, 
And like, how do you plan out like the five years and then the little act? Because everybody thinks think, about like the date, you know, oh, I want to set a goal for myself five years from now or 10 years from now. But how do you keep yourself on that daily like task or list, you know, to get yourself there? I mean, for me, the numbers like five and 10 years are kind of arbitrary numbers. Sure. I kind of just have, they're going to change. Right. Yeah. 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 I have more of a macro idea of what I want for my life. Mm -hmm. And then like the micro steps that are the day to day things. And that's kind of another Gary Vee type of thing that I've learned over the past, you know, year or so, Mm -hmm. but it's like having that micro plan, um, or the macro plan, which for me is kind of just like, I want to be able to sustain a business and uh, basically pay my own bills by myself, not by myself, but like running my own business. And I want to be able to keep doing it basically for my entire life. So that's my macros. Like I just need that freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not necessarily about money for me. I mean, it would be nice to end up making a good amount of money, but it's not like I have these like two million, three million goals in, in my mind. Like I'd be cool with like, you know, a hundred grand and just being able to do it. So my motivation is kind of just the ability to continue. Yeah. And the micro way to do that over time, I think is just to build something that becomes more and more stable and becomes more and more, you know, kind of running on its own type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm at that stage now where I've been the person that does all the work and kind of gets a few people involved here and there, but I'm really trying to take it to the next level and like actually build a team and um, build a more stable client base. Jake, I want to ask you, what is your why behind this dream? Um, that's still something I'm trying to figure out every day. I mean, it's not really that clear. Um, again, I think over time I've realized that I value the freedom more than anything. And basically I think that's just, I tried so many different types of jobs and I just never fit in with any job that I had. And I think the opportunities that I had in those jobs were actually really good. And I think a lot of people would, you know, love to have those jobs that I had. But for me, it was always just lacking the ability to control my own schedule. You know, I can come, I can start work on a Tuesday at 11 if I want. I can also work on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Like it's just kind of having control over my life. Yeah. And um, I just think we all have such a limited time on this earth that I think for me, the best way to maximize that is doing what I want to do every day. So that's so kind think, of my why. I think people at the same time are so scared because they have no idea how they're going to achieve these dreams. They have these big dreams, but they're like, I don't even want to create them because I have no idea how or where to start. Yeah. And one of my one of the quotes I really love about Nietzsche um, is he says, he who has a why can bear any how. You know, so it's just having that dream, but having the why behind it. You know, for example, me wanting to be on stage as a motivational speaker. I want to inspire lives. I want to change lives. I want to wake people up. That's my why. I have no idea how to get there. You know, but it, this this is my dream, and I know one way or another it's going to work. And I, I'm telling you, week after week, doors begin to open as I begin to be faithful with the little things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can see the vision start to come into life. Yeah. But I, I think it's so important. And one of the things I run a mastermind group with entrepreneurs. Um, called the next level movement, right? Taking our life to the next level. And every week, you know, I make you tell me, what is this? What is your next level? How are you getting there? What are we doing? Right. But when you sit down at my table, it's your first time joining. I make you come up with, what is your five-year vision? Like if you wake up in five years, you open your eyes, what are you doing? What's your life look like? Where are you? And I think that like, that's the scariest part for people who are unmotivated. It's like, I, they say, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, 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 you say you want to be happy and you want a life of fulfillment and you want to dream life. But I ask you, what what does that even look like? And you have no idea. Yeah. So I think the first and foremost, the most important thing is to create that vision 
Like, what is your dream life? What is a life of happiness? What is success for you mm-hmm. in determining that? And I think you're in a bunch, much better chance to hit it if you actually have one. Yeah. But that's, that's by far the most important thing to have. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I think another thing that um, people should realize that are listening to this and maybe they don't have a why that they really have ironed out, I think if you just kind of start trying some things, your why is going to unfold itself over time. Mm-hmm. I think people spend so much time pondering and trying to figure out their why that they never actually take any steps to figure out if they like, you know, painting or marketing or speaking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you might not even like what you think you want to do. Mm-hmm. So just try a bunch of different things and eventually it's going to unfold itself. Yeah. And then in a certain amount of time, you're going to be like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> but you might not know right away and that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, one, once more around the room, any, uh, any final inputs here? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Fun? I mean, I'm ready to keep yeah, on. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. just knock out. Hey, we, 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 can't, we can't give them everything in week Ooh, one. Yeah. We can't yeah. give them everything in week one. So one thing I wanted to say, though, is um, we have a Making It in Tampa Bay Instagram account, and yeah. this is obviously going to be on Apple and Spotify. So like, those are going to be the main areas that we're kind of active. And you can find us all separately. We're all tagged in the bio on Making It in Tampa Bay. So that's where you can find us. And... You can send direct messages. We're gonna have stories up where we're gonna like ask questions, and you can submit, you know, your own questions for the podcast. So we're gonna be very interactive with you guys and try yeah. to provide as much value as we can. Well, hopefully, you guys got something out of this. You learned. You kind of got to see the the personalities and the, the different backgrounds here, and so we're excited to begin this journey, this this kind of podcast journey with you guys. And and hopefully, this is gonna be something that impacts you. Like I said, make sure to go follow us on Instagram and um, be looking out for future episodes coming up. Make sure you rate us, share this with other people, get other people to follow. They don't have to be in Tampa Bay to listen to this podcast. They can listen to it from all over the place. And so thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next time.